What is up, y'all? And welcome to another edition of the Return of the Roar podcast. It is I, Chris Watkins, sitting across from me, Frankie Cardicelli. Frank, how you doing? All right. Yeah? I'm uh, I'm all is, right. Is it because the Kings haven't played in, what has it been, like a week and a half now? Yeah. Well, I thought I would, I would be like, you know, okay with that. But it turns out I'm great with that. Um, <laughs> You're better I'm, than okay. I'm okay with, with this break. I'm okay having some time off. Maybe we'll, that'll change in a month when we're watching uh, you know, the end of the NBA playoffs and we're kind of itching to watch a team that we, we actually are fans of. But uh, right now, I'm just, just living my life, man. Just not really worrying about watching the Kings get 20-piece, not worrying about them uh, losing four or five in a row, not worrying about any, any of that stuff. Just kind of living my life. How about you? Good, man. Yeah, the playoffs have been exciting. Uh, I think all these first-round matchups have some sort of intrigue to it, which uh, which has been great to see because, like you said, a lot of the Kings games this season haven't had uh, haven't had any intrigue at all. So it's been it's also been great to have the option of watching. You know, like a lot of the Kings games, we you know we obviously record. We can't turn them so. off. Yeah, we uh, yeah we can't turn them off. Even if they're down twenty in the fourth quarter, our contract says that we have to finish. Or every down by Kings fifty game. against Utah. So uh, so yeah, it's great to have the option of like yeah, I don't want to watch this Wizards. Sixers game. I'm just gonna. That's pretty good though. Gonna, yeah, that was a good game. So good game. That, that was a bad example. I, I actually didn't miss that game. But the uh, the Bucks Heat game yesterday. That was a good game. Oh, yeah. uh, the first one was good. The first one was good. Yesterday I they, they yesterday got thirty. They got thirty piece. The Heat got. You know, yeah. I don't know if you saw, but Nemanja Bjelica and Dwayne Dedman were on the floor at the same time yesterday. Boy, Kings from man. Court. Well, as Legends. you know, all past Kings eventually make the playoffs and play. So. You know, they really do. It's just falling in the suit. I think, yeah, we have... Willie Cauley-Stein's playing for the Mavericks. Yeah, Willie's... Uh, Nemanja and Dwayne Demon are both in the heat. Bogey, obviously. Bogey had a, a huge shot the other night. That hurt to watch. You want to consider Rondo still? You know, Rondo played with us for one season. Well, but... t- he's playoff Rondo. That's a different Yeah, that's Rondo. true. That is true. He's we p- never experienced playoff Rondo. We got... Yeah, yeah. we got Rajon Rondo. We got, yeah, <laughs> we got the stat stuffer. We're, we're getting playoff Rondo right now. Uh, is there anybody else? I feel like there's somebody else that we're... Well, we got Bogue. There's Bo- somebody else. Bogey, Rashad. Oh, Alec uh, Burks. DeMarcus, of Co- DeMarcus Cousins hasn't played, but he's in the Clippers as well. Yeah. Alec yeah, Burks. He's probably not going to get any time. Alec Burks has been cooking, bro. He conti- That's yeah. wild. He continues to like make me angry because he <laughs> was a good player before the Kings got him too in Utah, and then he just just didn't play at yeah. all for the Kings. And he's been fine every- he's everywhere. He's a good yeah. player in Golden State. Good player with the Knicks, and I think he played with Philly a little bit. I think we trade him yep. to Philly. Yeah. Oh uh, no, he no we, he the the Warriors had him last year on the bad Warriors. Oh, he got team. traded for Glenn Robinson the third, yeah. another Kings legend. Yeah. Man. So we're killing it today. I'm not sure. Any other Kings, Kings in the playoffs? Any other uh, playoff watch for the Kings? Um, uh, Seth Willie, Curry. Seth Curry. Come Willie Cauley Stein. Um. <laughs> Anyone I mean, c- potential king, as Jay mentioned last week, Dante DiVincenzo. You know, he's, God, I he's, can't he's watch him great. without getting very upset either. Um, yeah, that's that's really tough for me to watch. I just every time I see a Bucks game and I see Dante starting and closing, I'm like, damn, that would have been cool. Yeah, we talked about it last <laughs> week too. Just that lineup of of Fox, Tyrese, Dante, Barnes, and Holmes would have been really nice. Like, yeah. That's a very very good lineup and got some defense in there too. Dante, yeah, that would have been sick. Would have been nice, but the Bucks. But we can't have nice things. So yeah, we that's, can't. That's, it is no, what it is. I'm enjoying the playoffs. Uh, I, the Kings season's over. The coin flip for establishing. Yeah, that happened right before we recorded. We're, we're ninth in the lottery. We have a 4.5 percent chance to get the number one pick and a 20.5 percent chance of jumping yeah, to the top four. Like that yeah, that's pretty good though. That's decent. You know, it's a lot better than what it's been in the past in terms of uh, you know their percentage to get into the top four because before it was. You know, pretty much like if you're not in the top five, top six, there's no way you have any chance of moving at all. So, uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I think the lottery is June 22nd, June 22nd. And if the Kings don't move, if they a month from now, a month from like today's the 25th. So, Um, you know, Jay over here is doing some work, but he did compile a nice little list for us about who has been super producer Jay, who's been ninth in the draft. If the Kings don't move, just a couple names, Gordon Hayward, Kemba Walker. Andre Drummond, Trey Burke, Noah Vonley, Frank the Tank Kaminsky, Jakob Pertl, Dennis Smith Jr., Kevin Knox, Rui Hachimura, and Denny Avija? I think it's Advia. Advia? I think. I'm I'm sorry, Denny. No expert. Um, Yeah, and of course, like, we, here's the thing. We might stay at nine. We might 
move as far back as 11. Stop it. Uh, we could move to 10. I don't think we can move up to 9, but we um, can, like we said, move into the top four. I think the only thing that can happen is we can jump to the top four. Any of the top four. Which, I yeah, think. I think you can only jump to the top four. Yeah. Uh, Jay, is that right, you think? You can only jump to the top four. Yeah, yeah, that Jason is correct. Right. Producer, um, producer Jay. But uh, they could move back if teams they can behind them jump. Jump. Yeah, because that, that can move people yes. down. But the that would be there. like that would be ridiculous. That, I, you know, if I just New remember Orleans moves up and in, then in 2018, it's just uh, you know I, when I was working for the team, we were in that that video I, I have, yeah. and when you when they're showing the the logos uh, on the lottery, if it's not your your logo, they're oh, showing. Yes. Yeah, uh, I think. Uh, Tatum, uh, is it vice uh, That president? year was, uh, he was, it was Marvin. The third pick was Atlanta, uh, who traded yeah. with for Doncic. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So when they when they show the logos on lottery night, when yeah. you guys are watching, if it gets to nine and you don't see the purple on the Kings logo as they're flipping that photo around, Good you can go that. nuts because you know we jumped in at least top four. Um, but yeah, that's over. So at least for the next couple of weeks, we're going to focus on... The team, yeah, the team we all, on the team that was, the team that was, um, not not the team that we go moving forward. Well, we hope but, not. Uh, yeah, me and Frankie uh, decided that we're going to every episode for the next couple weeks uh, go position by position and just kind of give our season review, uh, give our thoughts on you know how the player did, maybe give a grade or two, uh, you know, talk about how that person's future in the league maybe is or maybe with this team is i think only one person can uh, apply yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah we're gonna get to them very soon um and yeah we're at the end i think i think we're probably just gonna end it all with uh will this player be on the team next season should we expect them to back uh, yeah or we, want them back or want them maybe yeah it'll be a two-parter um yeah you know so we're just gonna start with centers we're gonna yeah we're gonna learn as we go just as you will and uh Every day is a learning process. Every day. Every we're day is start a with, road. Uh, with the guy that we were just <laughs> kind of referencing here, Hassan Whiteside, who was, I think, the – was he the first, second person signed? I think he was, the, he was the first. Yeah. That, that, only a few rumors came out on – and it feels like the offseason was, was like not that Man. long ago because it wasn't because the <laughs> offseason was in December. Yeah. Um, yeah, what was that? Or November, math, late November. Like six, six months ago? Yeah, months ago. It, it was so quick and crammed. So the first things that happened when free agency began were De'Aaron Fox signed his max extension, and then a rumor came out yep. from... I, I think you were the one who, who got a lot of people woke to that, that rumor of Hassan signing with the Kings with, the, uh, with work, that bogey video, he was working right? out with bogey. Pre-bogey yeah, <laughs> pre not getting matched, uh, there was a video, I think, on... Was it on Bogey's it was, uh, Instagram story? It was Bogey's trainer, I think. Oh, wow. Uh, You're deep like that? Oh, no. I think he got tagged in it he and, like, he, his trainer, it. His on. trainer posted it. And for whatever reason, I just went to that guy's page and watched a bunch of videos. And there was Bogey working out with um, a variety of players. Yeah. But one of them in, in, in particular was Hassan Whiteside. And that rumor went hand-in-hand hand with the fact that the only reported free agent the Kings have been linked to at that time was Hassan Whiteside. And the only free agent the Kings were linked to at all because they weren't in any rumors at all. I mean, they still really haven't been like any trade rumors yeah. either. Uh, they've been very quiet. So Hassan Whiteside, one-year veteran, veteran minimum deal. I don't know why they did that. I think it was a con- everyone was confused from the beginning because the Kings were trying to get younger mm-hmm. and – the move never really made sense from the beginning, and it turns out it didn't make sense all year because Hassan was kind of a – it just was a, a crapshoot because yeah. he he has one game that is an outlier where he had 26 points, 16 rebounds, and five blocks against the Nets earlier this season. And the rest, he he barely played. He missed yeah. half the season, uh, COVID protocols multiple times. Um, I'm not sure what that means. The team doesn't specify. It might mean he was doing things he shouldn't have been doing. It might mean he, he got – might have meant he got sick. Uh, either way, I'm giving the acquisition. Uh, I'm gonna give it a D. Yeah, just didn't make sense. D for didn't D make sense. D for didn't, didn't make, make sense. sense. I like that. Thank I you. see you doing that, and I raise you this. The Kings brought in Hassan Whiteside to be an anchor, a defensive anchor. They were hoping he would come in, solidify the paint. Just, I mean. Which he sure as poop did do. He definitely uh, made sure that he did not leave the painted area. 
But uh, they brought him in ideally to be an elite rim protector. They saw, you know, they saw past all the uh, the stat padding and uh, saw that you know this at at his core is a guy who averages two and a half rebounds a game, and you know, or I'm sorry, two and a half blocks a game, and should be able to come in and at least you know solidify the defense. Something that we saw the Kings clearly needed. Unfortunately, Hassan Whiteside was not that kind of anchor. He was an actual like like the real term of anchor. He anchored down the team. Yes. Every time he was on the court, it was like lugging around a whatever how you're on his basketball. How much does he weigh? He weighs It's that much of an anchor. He weighs 265 pounds. Yeah, I'm going to push that a little. He's probably like 280. He might, he might, might be 300. That like, might be a little generous. Too. Like, he, Hassan Whiteside is a massive yeah, He's a big dude. My point is, he looked every single... He he was an anchor offensively this year uh, and just really slowed down the entire offense every time he was on the court. I mean, it like you said, it never really made sense. It didn't make sense on paper. It didn't make sense on the floor. Um, when you have a point guard like De'Aaron Fox, the last thing you really want to do is uh, put a guy who's going to, you know, literally make you wait nice. five, he, ten seconds to well, start the offense. Well, call it what it is. He was, he was bad. Like he was very, he was very bad. bad. I mean, he I just mean, he you, looks shot. Like he's he's thirty one years old and looks like he he's on his way out of. It's league. the first season since he came back into the league in twenty fourteen that he never averaged a double double. Uh, he he averaged eight points, six rebounds, and one and a half blocks. For his career with the Kings, which is three seasons, I, I know when he was a rookie, he played one game, and the second year he played 18 games before going overseas. But That doesn't count. Um, for, with the Kings, for his career, over 55 games, averaging 5.9 uh, points, 4.6 rebounds. <laughs> Bro, everywhere else. Fine. Everywhere else. That's the story of Alec Burks. Here 14 points and 13 boards everywhere else. With with three blocks per game. Yeah. The Kings could have used that, but I mean, obviously, like you say, he's 31 years old, and that those days are likely behind him until, of course, he goes next year, like to Dallas, and becomes like a force because players that leave always go and do better yeah. things. But normally, yes, normally I would agree, but in this case, Hassan just looks like I mean, when you're that massive of a dude, like he just didn't look like he had any athleticism left, or you know, he he just he really couldn't run anymore. He looks like every step he takes is is a lumbering step. Like he's not he's not fluid this n- groundbreaking here. Hassan Whiteside, not Joel Embiid. Really? Not not quite as I fluid. Thought they're, I thought they're pretty Joel close. Embiid. They're pretty close in skill um, set. They're close in size, but <laughs> if you that's I mean Joel Embiid is like what could be and uh I mean, not that Hassan Whiteside could be that, but like Willie Cauley Stein could still. It's become the same. Joel I Embiid. I use this example all the time to like show the freakness of LeBron. Like people, like you know, he's in Carl Malone's body, but like essentially, he is a Morris twin. Like if you look at the Morris twins' height, weight, he is a Morris twin. He just moves like he's, you know, Kobe Bryant. Like he he moves like he's a six five guard, and he you know can jump out of the gym. He so has like, like balance like a figure skater. Exactly. He's like Michelle. So Kwan. it's like you know Hassan Whiteside. You look at him standing next to Joel Embiid, and you're like, yeah, these guys are probably like the same person. And then they they take four steps, and you can tell that there's a massive difference. Yeah, these people are not built the it, same. It did look like Hassan was moving in slow motion a lot, a lot, and you don't see that from that many people. Like that very are, clunky. Just like Rashawn is. Six eleven. I don't know if if they they lie about that or what, but I mean he, he's shorter than that. He think he's six yeah, nine. I think nice. Um, no, I he, think he's probably like six ten. Okay, okay. No, he's not six nine, dude. He's probably six ten. Come on, probably six ten. He's like an inch taller. Well, than the, that. come on. It's just <laughs> like the way that the, he just moves a lot different yeah. than. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, are you? A little bit. Okay. No. Um, Who knows? No, I know what you mean. Um, and yeah, I mean the funny you mentioned Rashawn. Like the funniest thing about this season for Hassan, watching Hassan was him trying to adopt that Rashawn push, push shot. shot. Yeah, and just zero touch. It really made me respect Rashawn's push shot Let's more see. because I've been saying like, "Oh Marvin, like why don't you just see that and like replicate that? Like it's such an easy shot, whatever." And uh, clearly, you know, you know, Marvin's a different story than than Hassan, but like. Not not everyone can can uh, can do that. Yeah, I mean he he tried the push shot. He was, <laughs> it did not work. It didn't work. Um, also horrible free throws. Horrible Can't. free throws. Uh, it just it just didn't work. So giving him a D, you're giving him what grade are you going to give him? D for didn't cut it. How about that? There I won't go. give him an F because 
I guess he did something. He did something. I mean, he, it was a fun. He was fun for his like off the court, like on the bench, like the things he brought he would us do the black falcon. He brought the black oh! falcon back because I mean, the black falcon has been on hiding on Harrison Barnes' uh, basketball reference page for a long time. You know, those who knew have been calling him Black Where'd Falcon. Where did that originate? I, it's I've heard him called Black Falcon like since his early. I don't think UNC, but I think like early Warrior days, Black Falcon. With the dubs, okay. Yeah, um, I could be wrong, but um, I definitely remember hearing it as early as that. So I'm glad I, that 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 brings Hassan Whiteside from an F to a D for me. It's okay, just, it's just bringing bringing that to the forefront because that was that was actually fun. Cool. Wasn't something cheesy. Um, and the last question, uh, well, two parts. Do <sighs> yeah. you want him back, and or does he have a does he have a future? Is he going to sign somewhere next season? No, um, I don't want him back uh, with this team. Um, I guess I should kind of prepare myself for the possibility of him going somewhere else. And like, like you said, like maybe being not great, but possibly like 10, eight and whatever, two blocks or something like that for the Mavericks or whatever the hell I should probably prepare myself for the Lakers. Even, I mean, they, they were seeming to be interested in, in him at the deadline. Um, but no, I don't want him back. And I personally, would be surprised if he plays, man, like, I, I would definitely say under half the games of next season. So I, I, I'd be surprised if he plays 40 games next year. Okay. I uh, I mean, I, I agree. I don't want him back. No, thank you. And uh, I You're think... You're a big fan. No, no God, no. I big think he will sign somewhere, though. He's, he's going to find somewhere to play. I'm... He is a large human, and large humans tend to find work in the NBA. Yeah, but I know Dallas is going to be in the market for um, for a center. I know that Charlotte, if they miss out on maybe the Kings somehow, which we'll talk about Rashawn later, but there are teams that will need center help, and um, it might be the, another league minimum deal, and he'll, he'll find work. But anyways, on to... The next center, yeah, which is I think our most recent signing. So yep. we started with our our first signing of the season, and uh, I think our last. brought in. He was brought in after after the trade deadline, after mm-hmm. the All Star break. Um, Damian Jones, had, who who I think the Kings were his third season, third team this season. Uh, Third, I started with Phoenix. Uh, went to the Lakers. Lakers should have held on to him. I yeah, was they seeing, really should have. Damian Jones. I was seeing Laker fans or. or uh, like silver screen and roll, like mm-hmm. uh, like blog size. Yeah, they were saying right, yeah. how they could use like his size, and they also have Marcus All on the bench, just sitting there. But that you know, I digress. Yeah, uh, yeah Damian Jones. Uh, he's only played for seventeen games with the Kings. The Kings saw oh, that's surprising. they liked what they saw. Feels they, like a lot more. Yeah, they gave him a multi year contract. Uh, I think it runs through next season. Then it's mm-hmm. not. It's all non guaranteed. Uh, but over 17 games, four starts, 6.9 points, 4.5 rebounds, uh, one block per game on 65% shooting from the field. I mean, hey, he he played well. He had two 10-day contracts. He earned his spot on the team. Uh, I'm fine having him on the roster next year. Like, if he takes that Hassan Whiteside spot where he's, like, the third string slash second string center, maybe even second string. I am not. I don't hate it if he goes no. into the season as a backup center. I don't hate it. Like, I, 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 I did like no. what I saw. Yeah, I—, I think you can probably do better you can get a more skilled guy but the thing that I really liked about Damian Jones um is he always made the simple he was never trying to do more than what he knew he could do he was always pretty hyper efficient in my eyes like he was always in the paint taking you know shots close to the basket never really trying to extend himself defensively was always protecting the rim uh was I thought really good in switches um, was able to guard guards pretty well. And, uh, yeah, I I wouldn't have an issue with him coming back as the backup center. But, um, again, like I, I think you can probably do a little bit better than that. But um, I liked what I saw from him. You know, it, he, he's definitely a player who deserves to be in the league. And, uh, and uh, you know, yeah, I, I think the Kings could find a use for him. Absolutely. Would I – here's the thing, though. Would you be comfortable – if he had to, you know, spot start 15 games or something. Yeah. I mean, if you look at what what I just pulled up, his uh, sample size from, from late April to the end of the season, it's 14 games. He he never really got this kind of a shot with the other teams mm-hmm. he played with. He was playing 21 minutes per game over the, over yeah. this spurt, mind you. That's a healthy, um, healthy amount. Eight points per game, five rebounds, 1.6 assists, 1.1 blocks, 67% shooting. Yeah. Um, 21 minutes per game. So, I mean, he hasn't got... That's gotten, all solid, yeah. yeah. 
He's not trying to do too much. He's not trying to, you know, he's he's taking four field goal attempts per game. He's mm-hmm. not taking, he's not trying yeah. to be a hero. Um, like, you know, others. A spot start here or there, just pull down rebounds and, and yeah, make shots at the rim. I mean, what more do you want out of a backup center? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much how I feel. Again, like, if you're if you're trying to shoot for a dynamic center who maybe one day could be, you know, something greater. Like a Mo Spates or what? Like a guy who's going to... No, I mean, I just mean, you know, like, is he a developmental guy that, you know, he, uh, you hope he might turn out to be like Rashawn Holmes, essentially, you know, where it's like, just give this guy a couple of years and maybe he figures out his game. Like, I don't think he's going to be much more than what he is right now, but what he is right now is is pretty solid if he's yeah. fine with just maximizing what he does um, what he does well. The Kings have given him more of a shot than any any other team. Mm-hmm. Golden State, Atlanta, Phoenix, and the Lakers, no one ever played him over 14 minutes per game. Uh, Golden State, he only played you know 8 and 6 minutes per game and 17. Um, I mean, I would hope he's not going to play here more than 15. No, I think 10, 15 is yeah. perfect. I mean, I don't, I don't know who's going to be the center next We don't know who's going to be no. the center next season yet. Uh He's not going. If he's a starting center, I don't. I don't feel good about it. I mm-hmm. don't want him to be the starting center. But here's the I, thing I'm thinking about too, though, is does does Jamie and Jones's value depend on who you have at the starting center in role? front of him? Yeah, because I mean, it's kind of more about the juxtaposition of how he maybe does what the other yeah. guy doesn't. Yeah, it's uh, if you have Hassan Whiteside as your yeah. starting center, or like a yeah, or a, Willie Cauley Stein, yeah, you know whatever, it, it makes him not as great. Is like yeah. a, it's okay. There's not really any like it's the same thing, it's same it's, thing. But yeah. Rashawn is, you know, he had a, yeah. he's playing like a top ten center in yeah, my opinion. Exactly. I mean, Fifteen points and eight rebounds and mm-hmm. I mean, block whatever. But yeah, um, you can afford to bring in a Damian Jones for 10, yeah. 11 minutes while Rashawn rests and. I think it's it's a real it's not a band aid but it's a pretty good carryover. Um, but if if we bring in like a Miles Turner or something, yeah. same thing. That's I mean I'm okay bringing Damian Jones I off the bench. Be good, yeah. Like, but if we have a, a guy that's playing, we have to bring in a Nerlens Noel. It's like okay, yeah. like maybe that's not the kind of skill set when you have the bench. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want more of a floor spacer, but um, it just depends. Yeah, that's, Which, I'm glad you bring up Nerlens Noel because he would probably be my personal. Number one option if we can't get Rashawn back. I was th- that's something we'll have to talk about too. Yeah. I mean, I don't know when we're going to do free agency stuff, but we can talk about it a little bit in this one too. Yeah. But um, yeah, Damian Jones. Uh, I'm going to give him. An, I'm going to give him. I'm going to give him an A minus. Yeah, I was going to give him a B plus. Um, there's really not much you could have asked more of him. You know, or you you couldn't have asked more of him in terms of uh, what to expect from him, and uh, you know. He he earned himself a, a two year deal. I think he, he or whatever a non guaranteed two year deal. I like him to rebound a little bit more, but um, yeah, he, he could he could board a little better. He's only averaging per thirty six minutes, uh, eight point one rebounds per game. I need a little more out of that. But, yeah, um, he's gonna have to get bigger too. Yeah, yeah he's bigger and free stronger. throw. I mean, he's only twenty five. Free throw shooting seventy one percent. I mean, that's great uh, for a center. Yeah. That's, that's probably Darren, sure. probably Darren Fox is shooting from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Um, little, but yeah, yeah, and we'll be wanting back. He's under contract. If they yep. if they make a big move this offseason and they have to create space, they they could cut him if they bring in a center. Like if mm-hmm. they traded for a Miles Turner or a Sabonis, or if they made a big swing for the fence type of move, they might have to let him go. But um, yeah, I'm I'm happy the Kings have him under contract yep. and happy he's getting a shot. Yeah, I agree. I I I definitely am happy that he's with the Kings, and I think uh, you know I think he's kind of one of those guys that uh, <laughs> I. I'm not trying to say this as a troll to Luke Walton, but I think um, a good coach would know how to really, really utilize him well. Um, he's, he's like we said, he's a hyper efficient guy. Kind of knows what his role is, and if you set him up, he's he's not going to step out of of what you expect from him. Um, so yeah, I, I think Damian Jones is a guy who we can definitely use. And uh, again. It's kind of sad that this is the barometer, but I would say Damian Jones, NBA player. Hey, for sure. NBA player. Yep. You're going to be in this league for a long time. <laughs> long time. I won't go that far, but he's... he's uh... No George Carl, Seth Curry <laughs> comparison? No. no. Um, all right. Do you want to finish? There's only one more center one left. One more. And, uh, you know him. Yeah. You love him. We're setting it up. Big we, drum roll here. We might be saying goodbye. Uh, Rashawn Holmes. Man, cue the boys to men. It's so hard to say goodbye. It is. Um. So well, let's start. Let's start yeah. this first. First, before we get into anything, we know how great he's been this season. Like, yep. 
is he gone? Like we, we talked about it last week, but like now the reports have come out that, which I think is kind of crazy in my opinion, but that his camp yeah. wants four years and eighty million. He wants twenty million yeah. per year. It's just like, man, really. I want a lot of things. That's what I would say to that. Is I I wish that that my job paid me a lot of money too. Um, you can wish these things, and they might happen. That's that's. That's perfectly fine, and his camp absolutely should wish the most for the player. What actually happens will probably not be that. Um, I think you and I were, were talking over text uh, the past couple of days where we think he'll probably probably end up settling somewhere near like 16, 15 mil a year, maybe 17 on the high end, but I just can't imagine someone shelling out $20 million a year um, and I love Rashawn, but for a guy who averages fourteen and eight, you know? no, like, and I know Charlotte. Maybe Michael Jordan might just say like, you know, f f the salary cap. He and, has. I mean, look at Bismack Biombo's contract. Uh, Cody Zeller got paid a lot. Nick Batum got paid a lot. Uh, they even paid Gordon Hayward a lot. But you know, so they're willing to shell out the money. I guess if they feel like it's their guy, um, and you know, they might feel like they they want to win now, and they they feel like you know with Lamelo and. And uh, I think this is the last year of Terry Rozier's contract. So. Yeah. Well, all, the only thing is, if Rashawn is going to be asking for that much, he might play his way down. I mean, he might end up hurting himself because there are options I mean, that's what out ends there. Up happening. The, I have the free agent list coming up, and I mean, there are some options for other teams that people could go get for a bargain. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, Daniel Tice. Teams yep. could get him for a cheap deal. Nerlens Noel. Uh, we don't know how much. Nerlens Noel. Ennis Cantor has played pretty well. Uh, mm-hmm. You know. At least was playing well mm-hmm. uh, in, a, in a bench role. Uh, Frank Kaminsky, we were just talking about how he's had a, a decent season. I don't really think it's a starting center anywhere, but um, well, again, I mean, we've talked about this too. Like, how involved are teams really going to want their center to be, especially at you know at that mid level center yeah. guy? You know, where you it's don't like, want to pay your starting center twenty million dollars, not unless, unless it's Joel, Joel Embiid or, or you know or, or old Demarcus at Cousins. Worst, I would you know like Nurkic or something like that. That would be really tough to swallow. But is you know how how much is Nurkic making? I mean, I don't, I don't think he's he, on a he new signed, contract. It's like thir- it's like thirteen, fourteen. It's like yeah. it's a, it's a bar, not a bargain, yeah. but it's something that the Kings could realistically give to Rash- or a team should give to Rashawn. Yes, you shouldn't. He should. I would say Nurkic is probably or is definitely underpaid then oh. in this situation because like there's no way if you're comparing the two, like at the least or at the best, I should say Rashawn is touching Nurkic's level. There's no way you can argue really that Rashawn is. Better than Nurkic. I well, would. like you said, I mean, the, when it comes down to They're the money, but like we all want things, yeah. and I'm, I think the twenty million per season over four years is kind of like a, it's a starting point in negotiations. Maybe yeah. that they're just letting teams know, like we want we want to get paid, mm-hmm. and if, teams, yeah. or if you want us, if you just want us to sign, yeah, if you throw us this offer, that'll get it done. Because when it come, would you rather have Nerlens Noel for for two years? Yes, sixteen million or seventeen million, or Rashawn Holmes for f- four years and seventy million, seventy-one million. I mean, I have I I really like Nerlens, so yes, um, and I really like the value there as well. Like I I just I've kind of said it before, but I I don't see the point in paying. I don't see the value in paying a center anything no. more than. 10 million. 12, yeah, yeah, million dollars a year unless there's something special. And I love Rashawn. I mean, again, look at his numbers. He Career seasons and back-to-back years, and say what you want about Vladi Divac, I mean, but he did find in, he, like, Rashawn should send Vladi a, a gift basket when he gets his new contract and gets paid because without coming to Sacramento, he might not have gotten a shot because the Kings were so bad. Mm-hmm. He got his shot to start, and oh. they signed Dwayne Dedman to a, that monster dumb deal, and... <laughs> So he got a shot in, in this year, 14.2 points, 8.3 rebounds, 1.7 assists, uh, 1.6 blocks. They're all career highs, and then he was second in the league in field goal percentage. So also, just in terms of opportunity, like you were saying, Rashawn, before he gets here, in the uh, in the four seasons he was – I'm sorry, yeah, in the four seasons before he gets here, he averages 13 minutes a game, 20 minutes a game, 15 a game, and then 17 a game right before he gets here – Gets to Sacramento and boosts that instantly up to twenty eight and twenty nine minutes a game. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, without that kind of opportunity, no one's giving no one's giving Rashawn Holmes 
10 extra minutes and, of and gameplay off of nothing. I mean, off of need, essentially. Yeah. I mean, like you said, Dwayne Dedman played so terribly that there was no other option. No. I mean, you know, Rashawn obviously was a great option Rash- to have. But. He checks the boxes. He makes free throws to 80%. It, yeah. It's just... Should, That's very big when your point guard is shooting yeah. 68%. There's no hack of Rashawn's. Nope. It's, it's, it might be hack of De'Aaron. Hack of Fox. But anyways, uh, that being said, I, I do love Rashawn. I... I would love for him to stay, but we the Kings can't afford to give out any more t- big contracts. Yeah, even like no, a seventeen, yeah. eighteen million, I don't know if they can even offer that because no. of the, the the situation with with the bird rights and everything. Yeah. But um, it just it just doesn't make much sense. I know they have Bagley under contract, and it it just might get to a point now where they're like, okay, we're gonna have Marvin Bagley be our starting center, and they're gonna try to pick up a, a power forward and. In the trade market, I mean, it's just or another center. I really think that's it. I mean, to I th- save money. I think, uh, yeah, I think if the price gets too high, I think that's probably the Kings' uh, second option is to move Marvin over to the center. You might even see Harrison move over to the four, and then them sign another three, which I would three like. Three or four, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think if Rashawn isn't back, and we can get a little bit into how they could possibly. Um, make that a, a larger possibility but um yeah i think the plan is move marvin over and uh and just kind of readjust yeah it just which I, isn't i mean yeah, no one wants, i personally no, don't think that's that's gonna work no out. no one wants Marvin's to hear that not a great rim protector, people are screaming through their putting that softly screaming through their phones or whoever they're listening to saying like keep Rashawn. it's like yeah i'd love to keep Rashawn. i would i really would like to keep him but he's a yeah he's this I, is his he, only shot free agency Really funny to say it, but like he's the type of dude that anybody would want on his on their team. The Kings yeah. want them want Rashawn Holmes on their team. It's just, but he also is going to get paid only here's one time. Th- like this. Uh, so let's take let's take salary cap out of it, and Rashawn still wants fifteen million dollars, twenty million dollars. Let's let's not take it out of it. Let's just say the Kings have that money. Yeah, are you are you okay with it? Not if it's fifteen, maybe twenty. Not really. It's another twenty million dollar contract. We already have mm-hmm. Harrison, De'Aaron, and Buddy. They're all on the roster still. Yeah. Uh, Marvin. Let's say they give they give Rashawn that fifteen. What if Marvin comes out next year and averages eighteen and eight? Yeah. Then what? They're out of money. And I mean, <laughs> the problem then too is Even, unless Buddy gets moved. But I don't have it laid out perfectly in front of me. But they are then pretty locked up in terms of years as well. Like their money is locked up for. The next couple of years, they really can't make any moves at all at that point. Like four more years, yeah. Uh, because then De'Aaron's contract starts next year. Buddy is in year two oh, of his four. Harrison is in the last year of his. No, he has three. He has two more seasons. Two more seasons yeah. of his. It's it's it'll be this season and then the next yeah. season as well. Um, and then Marvin, like you said, I mean, if Marvin Marvin's going to be already be on eleven million next year, and yeah. then. And for anyone out there that's like scoffing it, Marvin could he does have the talent. It's just can he stay on the floor? He could have a, a monster year, and maybe it won't even be. I mean, either way, I think he's going to have a good career. The Kings could have him next season. He could put up great numbers, or they move him in a, in a deal to get someone else. But uh, point is, he's going to be around next year. I hope he's good for the Kings. I hope he mm-hmm. ends up coming through and and changing the narrative on his career. Like my God, the guy could use that, and the team could use it. So if he does do that. They can't afford both of them. Marvin is six years younger than Rashawn, and Rashawn's going to have his one chance to get paid. I, I don't see any way the Kings – like if I had to put the chances of the Kings keeping them, I'd put it at 30%. Yeah, I was going to say it's, it's definitely less than 50 for me. And Unless he's taking a pay cut, which I think last week we also talked about would the Kings offer him like you are our starting center and we're going to commit to you for $12 million for the next four years. Maybe, maybe, but – the market's going to set it for him. It's also COVID times. Maybe people don't have that kind of money to throw. Maybe he won't get any Kings fifteen million. No, but maybe maybe no one does want to come out and give him fifteen, sixteen million. Maybe twelve is the offer he's going to get. I don't know. Maybe that changes things. Mm-hmm. But uh, if he's going to get anywhere over thirteen, fourteen million, I I don't see him coming back. Yeah, um, and the only way that they could free up more money is if they were to. Move Marvin, like I said, makes eleven mil next year. Harrison obviously has uh, has made is making twenty million dollars, and and we know that teams actually have direct interest in him. 
uh, and Buddy Heald, who is on a declining deal. I think he still is making $22 million 23, next year. 23 yeah. Um, so those would probably be the three main options, and I think we've talked at exhaustion of, of which one of those we think. Um, it's no secret, yeah. Yeah, great. which one of those we think will probably happen. Um, but if that does happen, that then creates money for Rashawn Holmes. And again, like, would you be okay with moving – a player specifically for the reason of re-signing Rashawn. If it's Buddy, yeah. If it's Harrison, not really. Mm-hmm. I think Harrison's pretty important to the Kings, and um, if if they trade Harrison, there's there's no the Kings can survive. I think to an extent without a center that does what Rashawn does, they, saying, they they yeah, they can't sure. survive. Like you talked about, the guy that can go out there and guard LeBrons and the KDs, yeah. and not that he can do it well, but. He's well, the enough. only option at the moment. So. That, or that we have to get Justin James or Bob Woodard to go out there and guard. It's just not going to happen, man. No. So um, if they were to move Buddy, absolutely. I, I would love to bring Rashawn back mm-hmm. with Buddy being moved and then bringing in another power forward or, or, or small forward like we talked about and uh, rolling out the Fox, Tyrese, and you know that lineup with those guys. That would then again mean, though, that Rashawn is probably going to get that 15 mil. Well, I— that may it's fine if Buddy gets moved. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I understand what you mean though. It's, yeah, because it's reallocating yeah. the money. It's if if we're gonna go into next year mm-hmm. with and it see. I mean, who knows? We could be sitting here because it just everything. Literally, the team can yeah, be team, Tyrese and De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, and that's because I'm trying to get a, a. We talked about like how we don't know what Monty McNair can do and like what the feeling is about the roster construction and, and the moves he made in free agency and stuff like that, or the trade deadline. But I still feel like the team is going to bring back more than 50% of the roster. Like it just, it just seems like that to me. I don't see a total overhaul happening. Um, I just think, I think that the front office and, and those guys that are running the team like the team that was on the floor when they were healthy. And they just, maybe an excuse in their minds is that they lost Aaron because of COVID. they, they lost Marvin to a freak hand injury. Uh, just Rashawn had that knee. Thing. It's just like there's a bunch of Tyrese with his. In, it's just, there's a bunch of things that might have played into the fact that where they're like, you know what? We like this team. That's why we didn't make any moves at the deadline. We know this team can win uh, or compete. That's what kind of scares me a little bit. So that's why I'm thinking they very well could bring back Rashawn for that 14 15. Move Buddy because. Obviously, Tyrese is is a guy that they're going to ride with, in my opinion, unless they do something stupid this offseason and include him in a trade for Bradley Beal yeah. or something. But um, the dollars will work if they move Buddy. Yeah. And I, yeah. I'm trying to wrap my mind around it. And it's, uh, I just don't see it. Yeah. I, I think uh, I've been thinking a lot about the, the exit interviews that, all the players and staff was giving, uh, I think that was last Wednesday. And to your point, it definitely seemed like they really liked the team. They thought that uh, they they had a lot of good things going for them. Obviously, the offense was great. Uh, defense was a major, major problem. But I think that's going to be where they, they really specifically target other You know, all their moves are going to essentially be f- filling in those defensive gaps. They're going to... I think, yeah, like I, I really think that they're going to try and run back the team as much as possible and mm-hmm. then just kind of whatever it takes to fill in those defensive gaps that they feel they, they have, I think that's going to be where they do it. But I, to your point, I, don't think, I think that might be like two or three players um, that do that, and I, I, don't, I don't think that'll be necessarily massive overhaul, which is funny because as recently as last week, I think we were talking like, yeah, like I think it'll probably be – I think it might have been a couple weeks ago of just like massive overhaul. Yeah, I think we like the consensus was if they were to change head coaches, they could have a massive overhaul. But um, you know, I, I I just it's a gut feeling. I don't know anything. I, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen, but it just it feels to me like they like their guys and they want to roll with them. And the I moves agree. that could happen might be a draft pick or. Or I, I a the trade more buddy the or, more and more I think about it, I don't think there's any way that draft pick stays here. Either. No, if it stays at nine, there's no way. Well, even if they move up, I don't think they want. It doesn't seem like they want a guy that's going to help them in the future. Another they want project. someone who's going to help them now. They have to win now, and, and yeah, and, it sounds like if they were to get that piece, they would be like, 
oh, hell yeah, now we can actually get yeah. somebody, somebody with this fourth and pick or they, whatever. They t- uh, The end of their press conferences, too, like you could tell Monty and Luke yeah. and those guys were talking about, like, they actually said the word playoffs. Like, yeah. we need to get back to the playoffs. Like, we we need to. Yep. They The time is now. De'Aaron's contract started. We, Marvin's in the last year of his career. Uh, deal. Career. Whoops. <laughs> hey, now. Deal. Uh there's no, there's, there's really no well, room for error if anymore. They're going to be resi- signing, resigning, Rashawn Holmes. <laughs> hey now, hey now, can we start that? Hey, uh, yeah, if they're going to be signing Rashawn Holmes back, um, that's again, like that's going to be a lot of money that they have tied up, and they're kind of hamstrung at that point. So yeah, like there's not really much time for building. It's kind of time for winning. Yeah, I agree. I agree, but um. Well, a grade for Rashawn. Yeah. I mean, a it's for obviously Rashawn. an A. got to give him an A. He I had mean, the best year of his career. Who would have thought he would get better? Not, hey, man. He, he more efficient with the push shot, um, was a better rebounder, seemed to double, be. Double-double machine. Yeah, he, had like, he had like 17 double-doubles. Mm-hmm. He kind of, uh, he improved as a rim protector, I think, this year. I think that'll kind of be his biggest evolution you know as a center is you know if he can really be a shot blocker um, a shot blocker and somebody who can affect the rim, uh, shots at the rim then then Rashawn can really I mean that's that's gets to the point where it's like all right this guy might be like a 20 million dollar a year center and like deserve it yeah um which which is interesting because I never I didn't even think about that before but maybe that's what Rashawn sees for himself as well um, and maybe he knows he can do that because I think, you know, everything about Rashawn's play seems he seems like he would be a good defensive player. And, uh, I, you know, obviously when your team finishes with the worst defensive rating in NBA history, nobody was really a good defender. No. But um, I think yeah, I think that'll be different. I think metrically no one on the, on the Kings was like a positive. I think it was literally Rashawn. Well, no, not as a metric, but I think in terms of like shot percentage. By who they were guarding, Rashawn and De'Aaron were the only, yeah, were the only yeah. positives. A lot um, more. I mean, yeah. but anyway, well, it, a lot bigger things gonna be if they if they want to fix the defense, it's gonna be a, sch- a schematic thing. They have to just change. They have to do something different. They have to plan differently. Do everything differently yeah. defensively. Change all those rotations, all those schemes, all those sets because those did not work. Luke. Fine dining and breathing. Yes, that's all they need to remember. That's it. But Rashawn, if you're if you're gone, we'll miss you. We probably won't need to really touch on this again with Rashawn until free agency no, begins. Hopefully not. Yeah. We hopefully, said all we say. hopefully we don't hear a bunch of rumors of like, yeah, oh, Toronto is really eyeing Rashawn. Oh, Charlotte's fixated on Rashawn Holmes. Uh, yeah, that Chill, would be bad. Woj. That would be very very bad. Uh, but it does. I don't know. Rashawn does seem like. Charlotte Charlotte feels like the team that he's going to end up I can on. already I see him. I, I can already yeah, see it. It feels very feels I can, right. I can just see it. Yeah, yeah. him playing I think there. he's an East Coast guy too, right? I don't know where Bowling um, Green. Where's Bowling? Jay, do you know where Bowling Green is? I think Illinois. 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 That's not where he's I would from, have guessed. He's from Illinois. He's from Illinois. Illinois. So, hmm. um, not really. I mean, it's closer. It's that's close, north. Yeah. It's closer, but. I think that's technically Northwest. Yeah. I mean, he, he played in Philly. I mean, he might have some East Coast ties. Who knows? He got ties. Yeah, ties. Um, yeah, so that's that's uh, that's it for our first first uh, positional breakdown. Breakdown. I, we'll call it. That was a good time. I like yeah. that. I like that. Um, took a good amount of time too. So I hope everybody enjoyed that and didn't get didn't get too long winded at, at any point there. But um, and let us know. Feel free. to Let us know what you guys think. Uh, obviously, me and Frankie uh, don't know everything. So if you guys feel like, hey, Hassan Whiteside really is about to. Go back to his 14, 12. And- it's in Ohio. Oh, it's in Ohio. Ohio. Okay. 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 That's not fun. That no. is not fun. No. Uh, dang. Shout out. Jeez. Shout out Boyne Crane. Goodness gracious. Why? Ugh. <laughs> Sorry. I know Sacramento is not, you know, People anything have- great, but uh, Ohio. Ohio. Ohio just does not seem like no. a good time. I don't, I don't know what I you're- don't think I'll ever go to Ohio. Um, in the words of Joakim Noah, I... No one's ever said like, "Hey, let's go, like, to, let's, let's go, to, let's go to vacation in Cleveland." In Cleveland, like, you know, has, has anybody ever said that? Have, do you what? do you know anyone? Who's... That's like the real rival rivalry. That's wild. Joaquin <laughs> Noah versus the city of Cleveland that is wild. He has a couple of good sound bits, uh, yeah. sound bites from. Yo, from that. speaking of, I sent Joaquin Noah is getting paid six and a half million dollars this year by the New York Knicks. Still, still, 
to this day, if you look at the Knicks' salary for this season, it's uh, Julius Randle getting paid the most. Number two pick R.J. Barrett, I think, makes nine mil this year. Bro, he is. I think number three is Alec Burks at like the league minimum, and then Joakim Noah is their fourth highest paid player. They stretched him. He signed a four-year, $72 million Shut deal with the Knicks. your mouth. In 2016, he's on it. We, we think, my God, Rashawn's going to get paid. <laughs> Phil Jackson saved this Sheesh. man's life. Bro, Joakim Noah has made, a hundred, he's made $140 million over his career. He's getting paid $6 million this year and $6 million next year by the Knicks. That's Knicks are back. That's crazy. Throw a jersey Did on. Did the him. Kings ever use their stretch provision? I remember when they the, they, when they stretched, instituted it. They stretched, and I don't think. Did they stretch Matt Barnes? They stretched Matt Barnes. They stretched Outlaw. I think. God. I think they picked. I think he deserved Outlaw, that. I think Outlaw signed Outlaw, a monster deal. The fact that they stretched Travis Outlaw and he still played for the Kings as long as he did is disturbing. Because I see. feel like. They probably played him for three years and then stretched him the last year of his contract. Troutlaw? I'm like, my guy, like, you couldn't have done that two years ago. Travis Outlaw, for me, was the worst king I ever watched. Like, I feel like I went to a lot of Kings games, first, like, in-game at that time, and oh, yeah. I never saw Homeboy score more than eight points. He had, like, one game where he just went stupid. I have to, like, look it up. Um, actually, I'll look it up right now. I think I was at that game. So it was game highs from the time of the Kings uh, in two thousand. <laughs> in two thousand fourteen, he scored twenty four points. Sick. Uh, at it was against the Thunder at home. I was at that game. It was and at, what was the score of that? What was the final score of that game? Frankie? They lost by uh, they lost by fifteen. Ninety two to one hundred seven. One hundred seven. Yeah, that was like the the classic like OKC it's 1985. team. That was like the the Westbrook, uh, Kevin Durant, Ibaka. Yeah. Um, no James Harden, but but yeah, Outlaw, I think he might have gotten stretched, but Matt Barnes got stretched. Uh, yeah, people get stretched, Interesting. Man. Yeah. And it's, it's not a bad thing. I mean, hey, look at Joe Kim Noah. It's definitely not a bad thing. I mean, you look at uh, who's uh, the base, Bobby Bonilla, right? He's like, still getting that's, paid. That's I mean, getting paid for longer is definitely like, the way of doing for it. For like 15 more years, I think he's getting paid. Well, yeah. they, they do that. So I think that's what the A's offered Semyon. They offered him yeah. like $1 million per mm-hmm. year for – like ten years, and he was gonna sign like a. It was gonna be like a. It was a one year, eighteen million dollar deal, but I think he got two million, and the rest of it was deferred. <laughs> that's the wild. A's, man. How can you play with people's money like that? The A's, <laughs> would, because the A's. That's wild. Because the A's. That's that's the reason why. Because the A's. Anywho, anywho, um, want to uh, want to talk about the playoffs a little bit? Yeah, I mean we we. we touched on it briefly earlier uh have you had any favorite games that you've watched i mean well, the, first off first off what is what was your most intriguing series heading into the playoffs because i thought there was a lot of good matchups just uh just on its face definitely lakers Suns. yeah for and sure that first game was was fairly interesting but yeah. i'm looking forward to tonight uh yeah. obviously the, the denver and portland series i'm looking mm-hmm. forward to thursday mm-hmm. um I'm not intrigued at all by the Brooklyn Boston series. Yeah. I think that they're just going to roll them. Um, not who do they play? They're who going would, to get washed. Who are the Nets playing in the second round if they advance? Uh, Milwaukee. So that's the That'd thing. Be fun. So this is the thing about the Sixers is they play Washington this round, and then next round they would play uh, the winner of uh, of um, why can I not think of who they would play. Uh, who uh, uh, Washington? If when they so I should say it, when they beat Washington, it'd be the it'd be uh, they would play the the uh, Knicks, Knicks or the Hawks. Knicks or Hawks. Yeah. So in Knicks the second round, you know the, the Sixers were great. All year. I would expect them to wash whoever it is of of the uh, Knicks or, or Hawks, and the Sixers pretty much have a they free have a cakewalk to the conference to the finals. Conference finals. Yeah. And you know if Milwaukee can can do the dirty and take out Brooklyn. I really like the Sixers' chance of, of just kind of coasting to the finals, really. I, I will say this. Milwaukee has a different feel to me this year yeah. than they did last year. Like, Milwaukee, they lost to that the Magic. That different feel is lost, called 
uh, Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday yeah. and not Eric Bledsoe. Exactly. <laughs> Eric Bledsoe. Because right. last year they get rolled in the first game by, I think it was uh, Orlando uh, last year. It, my, oh, yes. Yeah. yeah it was did. so embarrassing. And, and then they just got totally yeah. just smacked by Miami. Yeah, Miami and, and made them look like their sons. And they're smacking them right now, though. Yeah. The first game was very fun. Yeah, that first game was a real, like, real, real like playoff the game. the playoffs are back. Yeah, because uh, just watching Jimmy Butler that first quarter on Giannis was, like, a master class of playoff basketball. Yep. Like, that fool pulled the chair from under him, like, the second minute of the game, and after that, Giannis was shook. So, to me, that was the most entertaining game I've seen of all. Actually, I should take that back. The Knicks-Hawks the Knicks -Hawks game, that to was me, fun. that's... That's the series that I'm looking forward. I'm going to watch every single game of that series. I can't figure out who I think has the edge. Um, it's funny that the the Knicks lost that first game because I think that's the exact kind of game they want to play. They want to keep Atlanta under 110 points for sure. Um, but I think the story might be coming out of that series is Trey Young is inevitable, <laughs> and that yeah. fool is going to get buckets, and uh, there's give, really give, nothing you can do to give stop Give Bogey him. some love. Bogey too. I mean, Bogey, big time Bogey was hitting some big time threes for sure, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how he develops at you know as he gets more comfortable with these situations. Because as we know, he's he's been in these these kind of situations before um, with previous teams, not with the Kings, no, with his Euro League, uh, yeah, with his Euro League. Do you um do you think that now that just kind of pivot that pivot pivot. Now that Dom and Mitchell is going to actually play, is that series with Memphis is going to take off at this point? Because I mean, obviously the Grizzlies stole yeah. one in Game One. Very interesting. Yeah, um, I think I think it's probably over. Honestly, I think um, <laughs> no, that, that was a Paul that was a Paul Pierce quote. Just much, so you know, so yeah, that, it's that, over. That's, that's a it's Paul over. Pierce. It's Dude, over. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was helpful. <laughs> and then they proceeded to lose the rest of their games to Milwaukee. Uh, but I do. I think I think the Jazz are probably going to take it. I think it's going to be we're going to look back similarly like how we looked last year on uh, the Orlando, Orlando winning. Yeah. And I think uh, there was a year where like yeah, I mean all the time one scenes lose. I mean the, the Kings, first game to the eight. The Kings beat the Spurs twice, and the Spurs were the number one yeah. seed in two thousand six. Exactly. Like, that's, exactly. That, like, who who would who remembers that? Only Kings fans. The yep. Spurs don't remember that. No, they okay, we. we We'll kick your yeah, ass that was, in game. Or was that championship four, five, six, three? I, think I was oh six. That was the year that Miami. That's what they say. That's oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I was like Miami won those. Yeah, six. they did. That was uh, yeah. That was the D Wade. Uh, that was Shaq. D Wade Shaq. Right? J Will. Yeah. J Will. White, White yes, chocolate. Sir. Yeah. Uh, and also, Jay was saying how intriguing this series is too. I agree. The the Clippers and Dallas series is pretty fun too. Yeah, I like man. That. Like game one was pretty cool. It's the Clippers continue to really just not be it. And it's uh, it's pretty amazing. And of course, Luca is the complete opposite, and he continues to be the one. You see him punk Pat Beverly. Yes, you're too small. I mean, bro, he yeah, <laughs> him and Pat Beverly were getting into it last year too. So to see Luca come out on this this year and like he's cooking, like, like he he's really really like going at them. Uh, I don't think it'll be enough. I he feel has like, to though. I think the Clippers will probably win in six, but. Luca is going to average 30. probably a triple double this series. Yeah. Uh, okay. Portland and Denver. How you feeling about that? Tied up. Bro, that's tough. That's really tough. That's tough. Uh, that's like the. It's like that in Atlanta and New York. Are probably the ones I think right now yeah. are so. It's just toughest to call. Yeah. Like, maybe Lakers and Suns. We'll talk. About, I mean that also. But yeah, yeah. That's for different reasons. There, but yeah, like, there are three series I think that we can honestly say like who knows, right? Mm -hmm. Would you agree that it's yeah. it's. Denver, Portland, Lakers, Suns, and Knicks, Hawks. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say, yeah, all those. I was going to say in that order, but I think it's probably, I think the Blazers Nuggets is is definitely the toughest to to predict, just because it's. I mean, if Jamal Murray's here, I think Nuggets are are the favorite pretty easily. But with what we've seen Dame Lillard do these first two games, I, he he couldn't continue what he did. He went stupid. I don't know if you saw. He went stupid oh, yeah. 30, in that second 32 quarter. Thirty-two in the first yeah. half. Um, so he's gonna have. I mean, it's kind of like Trey Young in, in that Knicks series where he doesn't have anyone who can stop him. So if he wants to get fifty-one game, he's going to do it. And I don't know if Denver's just gonna have the firepower to to get back with that. But saying that. Homeboy, potential probable MVP Nikola Jokic is going stupid himself. I think he was like twelve of eighteen last night. 
Um, stupid efficient, got 38 points. Uh, game one, they they prevented him from from passing a lot, which is probably going to be the way that you stop him is just by making everybody else, you know, make Michael Porter have to score 25, make Monte Moore, whatever, all their guys have yeah. to do something. Um, but I, I don't know if it'll be enough. I really think with who Portland has, I really love their diversity. They're, they're, I love that they're able to put, you know, Robert Covington at center in some, in some lineups and, I got Norman, um, Norman Powell. Norman Powell was a up. great addition. Mello's done his thing off the bench, finally yeah, accepting that good. role. Mello's yeah. going to play, I think, for another yeah. year or two. Well, he looks way. good. Can you imagine this? Like, this is wild. This is how, like, you know how people are always, like, I mean, they're going to say this, but, like, Kings fans are always, the Kings fans are the best fans in the world, yada, 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 yeah. all that. And everybody thinks they're the best fans in the world. Everyone, every, yeah. You know who's not the best fans in the world is the Denver Nuggets. What the living hell is wrong? Why are they booing Carmelo Anthony? Could you imagine? Like they're bitter because I think he kind of pushes. He asked. He to be pushed traded, his way out. It was so long sure. ago. It was so long ago. And look, you guys, we're all moved that's on now. That's Mel- like a whole. He's an old that's man a whole now. Team ago, you know, like that's a whole rebuild ago. Are y'all really still upset about this guy who gave you? This is Nick's Mello. Eight amazing years of the. Like honestly, the funnest stretch, the most memorable—not probably memorable stretch, maybe. I mean, of our lifetimes, the most memorable stretch of Denver Nuggets basketball. Yeah. Like, and also, I mean, everything he meant culturally, like the full K bin with with his cornrows, and was like, showed up in Denver and was like, "I don't care, I'm with here to pow- get buckets." The powder, the blue, powder shiny blues were Nuggets sick. jerseys, super super baggy jersey, Chauncey Billups, like, AI. Like y'all that. have never had anybody. Alex English is your guys's like. Pride Face of the franchise, yeah. And the you know, I'm, I'm glad that they have Nikola Jokic now. I love Jokic. I don't think anybody dislikes Nikola Jokic, but uh, yeah, just just absolute trash for them to be like they like they boo him every time he touches the ball. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's it's got to move it's on. Wild. wild. Move like on. I don't even think Kings fans would do that to Demarcus. No, the Kings only cheered for they Demarcus. Love, I mean, every, they every love time him, he's but, he's come back, they, yeah. they, they, they the the reason why maybe fans are bitter is because I think. Mello orchestrated his way out. He did. He but, definitely did. But hey, but that's ignoring the fact of what he did do. It was for like you. ten years ago. Yeah. Who cares? And he also gave you plenty of years. And it's not like you guys didn't have a chance. He's it's a, not like you know he's a thirty-seven-year-old he, man now. Also, in terms of trade and set, setting the team up for the future, like I don't, I can't think of another trade that helped the superstar trading team so much than that Denver deal. They got Danilo Gallinari. Uh, they got uh, Wilson Chandler, who played there for, for like, like a, forever. five, six years. Uh, Gallinari was great every time he played. Just story of Gallinari's career. He was injured all the time. Uh, I think they got like two or three first-round picks, which ended up being, you know, obviously something decent. Uh, yeah, I just I I don't understand. I think they got Landry Fields. That was a big just, deal. Yeah, it was, it was a big huge. Deal. It was a massive, Raymond, massive deal. Raymond Felton, Timoth- Timothy Mozgov, uh, second round pick became Quincy Miller. Um, <sighs> oh, Quincy Miller. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, man. It was literally ten years ago. Over ten years ago, and they're booing him in the playoffs. Gotta get over for it. a completely different franchise. Melo was like twenty six when that happened. Yeah. I, or he's. He's thirty six. He'll be thirty seven in three days. Yeah, gotta get over it. Yeah. So yeah, got to. I it's, agree. It's yeah. It's it's weird too because, I mean, does he probably now? I don't know if he was going to before, but he's going to retire a Nick now. I mean, I get. I don't know if they even Mello? do that kind of thing. Like you know how they you know well, like I, in I baseball think, yeah, they, they don't you don't go in as anything in the NBA. Yeah. Like you don't go in as a. I don't think you go in. Heck yeah, a hat like, or yeah, like how post or, hang yeah. your jersey up or something like that. Like or maybe the hall, they probably hang them all in the Hall of Fame. They put like a cap on your head and you could put an A's yeah. logo, or, which I think is kind of interesting. I think Reggie Jackson went in as a, as a Yankee, yeah. but he played for the I Yankees. Think it's an interest. I like for four it. years. I personally like it. He was a better A. Yeah. Like it just makes no sense to me. But I like it because it makes it does force the player to make a decision on a franchise. Like, I agree. At the end of the day, you have to decide who who you felt like you meant most, or you know who yeah. who meant most to you. 
in your career. And I think he, that's an interesting subplot to people's careers. He'd probably go in. I mean, I think at this point he would have to go in as a Nick. He played the same for each. He played eight years for Denver and seven years for New York. I think he'd probably go in as a Nick. Yeah. yeah. He, had, he had better but he had numbers. He had a lot better success in Denver. Had, I mean, he made the Western Conference Finals two or three times. He played better in New York, though. Well, he was the. Center. He was older. He was in his prime. Yeah. and was the center. It was the only player they had. Yeah, they, tra- they they traded away prime Mello when he was twenty six years old. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, um, yeah. but anyways, uh, to to wrap this up, just we won't talk again until next week, and I, there some series some could series be over. Will probably be over. Um, Should we call them? Let's, let's just go. Let's, let's, let's go, go through the list. All right, let's go. We'll go West uh, first. Should we say okay. how many games? Yeah, All let's right. do that. Jazz. Right. I'll go first. Jazz Grizzlies. I have the Jazz in, in five. I think they just go four in a, row, in a row. Yeah, I'll say Jazz in five as well. How about Clippers Mavericks? Mm. Mm. I say I say Clippers in six. Yeah, that's how I feel. I, I can't remember. Did that go seven last year? I don't. I. I, I, th- I do think research, it. Went six last year. I think year. it went six it went last six. year. I'll say I'll say Clippers in six as well. That's would have gone five. Right. Luke couldn't hit that buzzer beater. Um, it's true. Yeah, I expect another one of those. I think Luke is going to just I playoffs think are fun. Just, I think he's just going to have moments. The like, crowd all the time. The crowd brings a big dynamic to it too. I'm enjoying the playoffs yeah. with fans. Bruh, back in the that tra- too. Yeah, that yeah. Trey Young moment was sick. It's like, like him shushing the garden here. and then them going. Like that that cut to Spike Lee, just like <laughs> just like it was Spike with the hands uh, on his head. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, nothing hurts. Den- Denver, Portland. Tough. I'm gonna one. go Portland, Portland and seven. I'm gonna go Denver and seven. Yeah, I think it goes seven, but I, I just I don't know. Can man. I? This is I don't know if this makes any sense, but I'm gonna say Portland and seven or Denver and six. That makes sense to me. Okay, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, Lakers Suns. This is a tough. This is a tough tonight. Bruh, tonight tonight is it. Tonight is it. really it because it's, if the Lakers go down 2-0, granted they're going home to Staples for the next two Still. and could tie it up, but that's that's just not the position you want to be in and especially when you're supposed to be the team that's trying to pull off the upset, you know, you definitely want to try and you no, know, you need to steal one at home. Um man, oh man. Lakers and six. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go Lakers. I'm going to go Lakers. 0% of me believes in that. No, I go Lakers and seven, though. I, I think that they win tonight. I really, I feel like they're going to win tonight. I, LeBron, yeah. has he ever lost in the first round? No. Oh, no. 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 God, no. He's no. never lost in the first oh, round. Absolutely not. That doesn't happen. Producer Jay over here just shook his head, no, too, that's emphatically. Not yeah. I mean, hey, I, if it happens now, she's. The basketball It'd be wild if it happens happen. to Chris Paul of all people. Chris Paul, <laughs> Chris Paul and the Suns. Captain, I can make it only no, I, out I think, of the first round. I think Lakers goes. They go seven. Um, yeah. They again, like they just feel inevitable. Yeah. Like if they're healthy, which I will say, health like they are on the court, but mm-hmm. they are not healthy. Like LeBron, a lot of rest. LeBron's though. not able to go one hundred percent. AD's played like trash. The past, uh, the past, really like they're due, two man. weeks or so, but they're too good. They're due. They're definitely due, one hundred percent. But uh, also, it has uh, not. It's not shown. Markeith doesn't play anymore. No, Markeith does not play. Okay. Anyways, um, Sixers Wizards. I think that's gonna be pretty. It, Sixers that and four, like Sixers four and or four. five. Sixers, I'm gonna go four, four or five, four. Yeah. Um, the fun mm. one, New York and mm. Atlanta. Again tomorrow. I think they play mm. tomorrow. Tomorrow's gonna be a big one as well. This is definitely going seven. This is definitely going. I think it definitely goes six or seven, and I think it's going to be the Hawks because the Hawks. They, they, I feel the Hawks are the more talented. They have too team. many weapons. They're man. definitely the more talented team. Like the Knicks, I want. I want the Knicks though. <sighs> the thing is, I'm still waiting for the Tibbs is going to figure out some way of shutting down Trey. Getting Trey Young's game upset. Who though is quickly going to go out? No, it's him, not. It, and that's the problem is they don't have any. It's not going to happen on the perimeter. And the only way they're they're going to have to really New York Knicks this series up and just start beating people. Like he, they need to make sure Trey Young, like that floater that he took at the end of the game. Does John Starks have any? If that happens that during the game, like <laughs> take him not out for the game winner. He, they need to be. He needs to be knocked on his ass. Like, yeah, homeboy's one hundred and sixty pounds soaking wet. John Starks Jr. needs to come up. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> for real, and suit up. Spike can come out of the stands. Tracy so you, Morgan's looking thick these days, so you know he put can, a body on him. Yeah. So you think you think Hawks and six or seven? 
I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Hawks and seven. I'm gonna say Hawks and seven as well. But I want the Knicks. Me too. I really, really, I really do. I really want the Knicks. But if, to win. if we're putting money on it, I'd say the, I would say Hawks. I'd say the Hawks. I would. Um, another tough one. I mean, not, well, actually, no, it's not. Not anymore. It was gonna be a yeah. tough one. Atlanta in or Atlanta, uh, Miami in in Milwaukee. But now I'm just thinking Milwaukee wins this one and five. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, it's just a matter of Miami's not the team they were last year. Uh, they're they're just they're playing a lot of older guys. They're playing the curse of uh, Dwayne Dedman. Playing Dwayne, I, Dedman's getting like fifteen he's, minutes a game, he's playing which well. is insane. He's playing well. He is playing well, uh, but he should not be playing fifteen no. minutes a game. I think Iguodala's up at fifty. I cannot believe this is. I think this point has been made, but Trevor Ariza is starting and playing like. 25, 30 he, minutes a game. I think he, he might have played like 40 minutes He made last a huge game. three in game one, and I, I could have broken something. because Where was that on the Kings? One. Every three he Bruh, took on the Kings. He missed every three he took. Look I, up his shooting for I, I would guess under 25% from three. I want to say time. I've looked it up before. I think it's in the teens. But let, let me, let me, let me it, confirm I remember, that. It felt like it. That's for damn sure. I think it was he in the legitimately, teens. He legitimately made. If you can look at totals as well, I guarantee it's single digits. There's no way that's right. There's no way that's right. He shot 35% from three. He did have two games, I remember, right before he got traded that's that so he looked untrue. decent. Like he started hitting, I think he was like five of 38% seven from, three. from the field, though. I mean, he sucked. He, he was, was so he bad. Was but. He was definitely butt. It was so bad. How much? We paid him $12 million. Hey, another guy who's made $100 million in his career. Good for you. And he's yeah, uh, yeah. he's he's played a long time. That's still the contract we signed him to. I, yeah, the twelve million he's getting this year was the one that Vladdy signed him to. Great. Um, okay, so we're we're <laughs> yeah, in agreement. I'm going to say Milwaukee probably in in five. Okay, and then I think we're in agreement at the end. I say Milwaukee in five. Also, we're yeah. in agreement that the the Nets are going to sweep I the Celtics. I think it's probably going to be in four. Yeah. No, it is going to be. In it's going to be in four. It, they're all going to be at okay. least fifteen point blowouts. Well, hey, tonight should be fun. I'm looking forward to the Laker game. Yep. Uh, Thursday. Portland and Denver play their next game. I think tonight also is um, no tomorrow night is is uh, the Knicks game. Correct. I think Knicks and Hawks play tomorrow. Those are the three the, the only three series I care about really. Then I guess maybe um, the Clippers and Mavericks. I know I care about that one too. <laughs> I care about them all. Yeah. But the ones I'm watching like the close like there's some games that are sandwiched on top of each other. Like mm-hmm. tonight I think there's two at the same time. Yeah. So the Lakers and Suns play at seven, and then Dallas Clippers is at seven thirty. Which is cool, but like not cool because. Like I can multitask, but I'm gonna have to have my iPad and my TV going. Like it's a, a lot of focus. Too. It's a lot of focus. It's a lot of focus, especially um, if both games are close. They couldn't have gone five and seven thirty. They definitely could have. They 100 percent could have. Well, whatever. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's it. That's um, all I got. That was a that was a nice little lengthy podcast. Hope you all enjoyed it. Um, we will be back next week with power forwards. Power right? forwards. We're just gonna go down the list. Yep. Chemezi Metu time. Chemezi Metu time. Marvin Bagley time. Uh, Mo Harkless. Mo Harkless potentially time. We don't know. We don't. We'll, we'll see how we'll we. We'll see where we categorize. We'll see how positionless yeah. our our uh, our list is. But ooh, Jay, I see you're on NBA Draft Lottery Simulator. Can you do one for us live? Live lottery here, here to go. end the show. What we do? We dropped one. We dropped, we dropped one. We dropped We're picking tenth. Beautiful stuff. All righty. Can't make it up. The top Kings. Top, top 10 pick, baby. Lotto. We're in it. Uh, so for Frankie Cardicelli. God. For Jay Mars. I am Chris Watkins. Thank you all for listening so much. Uh, shout out Pfizer. Let's go. Hey, fade for Cade, baby. We did it. Shout out Pfizer. <laughs>